chit-chat's gonna get jarred. Oh, my God. Alright, welcome everybody to the new episode of the Review It Rob show. I am, of course, your host, Review It Rob, coming at you with so much awesome news, man. So much news, like at least three things broke last week. Yeah, three's a lot. Uh, broke last week of so much stuff that I just love and I'm so happy and super stoked and excited about. Uh, movie news-wise, even TV news-wise, it's coming and I am freaking ecstatic, man. As you heard the audio clip there. Jared Leto's back, ladies and gentlemen. Jared Leto's Joker is coming back, finally. So much talk about uh, how he's the worst Joker of all time. So much talk about he'll never play the role again. So much talk that he worked himself out of being able to play the character. No longer, man. We have got confirmation now that Jared Leto's Joker is back, baby. And he's going to be part of the Zack Snyder Justice League 4 episode event coming to HBO Max. God, I'm so excited about this. Since day one of Jerry Leto being cast, I was super stoked about his Joker. Since day one of seeing the first photo of him, I was like, wow, this is a different look. But I'm into it, man. Cool. This is uh, artistic expression. And you know what? Do what you can because obviously I'm one of those people who understands that comic book movies are inspired by, not based on the comic books. And let me tell you, man. Oh, I've always liked Jared Leto's performance. I always thought he did a great job and always wanted to see more of it. And I'm so freaking ecstatic about the fact that we're going to get to finally see more of his Joker. That we're going to get to see him interact with Ben Affleck's Batfleck. That we're going to see him set up for other things. It is beyond exciting to me that this character, who is, in my opinion, wrongfully freaking attacked for being the worst Joker of all time. He's not. Uh, honestly, I don't even rank the Jokers. It's hard to do. Anyways, because they're all they're vastly different, man. Um, they're vastly different. Whether it's Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger, Jared Leto, Joaquin Phoenix, Mark Hamill. There's so many great Jokers out there. My least favorite, Zach Galifianakis. Thought he didn't do that great of a job in the Lego Batman movie. But other than that, man, like what you like, enjoy what you want to enjoy. But I have always been a fan of uh, Jared Leto's Joker, and I thought he did a good job. He did what he was asked to do, and I don't care that his looks different. You know, Jared Leto is a fantastic actor, has always done a great job in his roles, and I enjoyed his Joker. So, the fact that he is coming back just solidifies even more my excitement for Zack Snyder's Justice League, man. I was already in for it, I was super stoked about it, but this just takes it over the top. This, the, uh, the cherry on top, as they like to say, cuts the cake, whatever it is. Any kind of saying you want to come up with, man, I am freaking so happy. I can't, it's beyond words how happy I am about this. So, uh, he's returning for the Zack Snyder Justice League four-episode event coming to HBO Max as well. Uh, we got confirmation that Joe Magnanello is returning as Deathstroke. We saw him at the end of the Justice League film in a little uh, credit scene where it seems like they're uh, setting up the Injustice League or whatever they were setting up. Um, but yeah, Joe Magnanello is returning as well. Also saw reports that Ben Affleck... Ray Fisher, and not so happy about this one, Amber Heard have all been uh, back for reshoots that are currently underway for the event. Um, like I said, I'm not too happy about the Amber Heard event. I'm not going to go too much into that. I think it's kind of um, 
Uh, you know, no, we're not going to get into that. Uh, anyways, Zack Snyder's Justice League is going to be one awesome freaking event, man. I just, I can't begin to explain to you how excited I am about this. And I'm ready to see more of his Joker. I thought I thought for the longest time that Jared Leto's Joker has been way too attacked. Just because he's different. I thought Jared Leto's performance was good. I thought all of that was good. It's just, you know, when you're the first Joker, first live-action Joker after Heath Ledger uh, sadly passed away, you know, you're obviously going to get the unwarranted attacks. And and when you look different from any other Jokers we've seen, you're going to get the unwarranted attacks. But nonetheless, man, I can just go on and on and talking about how happy I am about that news. But get some other news that happened this week too, man, that I'm super excited about. Uh, next up with Entertainment One is uh, teaming up with Hasbro to bring the freaking Power Rangers back, man. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers are on their way to Rebootsville once again for a, not just a film, but a television adaptation as well. Uh, the last reboot we got of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was in 2017, starring my boy Dacre Montgomery, starring my girl Naomi Scott. Great cast, man. Uh, fantastic cast, and I enjoyed that movie a lot. You know, that's one of those movies I enjoyed. I, don't know, I know a lot of people didn't like it for whatever reason. Main issue I had with that movie was uh, the Megazord. I thought the Megazord looked ridiculous. But other than that, I enjoyed the movie thoroughly. As a person who grew up watching the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, I thought that uh, reboot was right on brand. And, you know, crazy to think, because that thing that came out in 2017, so three years later we're rebooting again. But it, I guess it didn't do the numbers that uh, Hasbro and uh, Saban were looking for. But... Cool, man. Reboot it again. Give me some more. There's no real information so far about what the movie's going to be, what the television adaptation is going to be, but I think we're pretty safe in assuming that this is going to be, you know, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers again. Maybe they'll uh, include uh, Tommy Oliver in this one. He was kind of the cutscene ad for the 2017 reboot, but hey, moving in a new direction, I'm moving in happiness as I dance along to the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme song in my head because I'm into it, man. I love it. Um, speaking of, I just mentioned Dacre Montgomery. I, uh, put this on my Facebook page at the Review at Rob Show Facebook page, and I tweeted this out as well. Dacre Montgomery, uh, Boss Logic created a, they did one of their things that they normally do with their creations. They create certain actors in certain roles doing fantasy casting, uh, like a lot of movie fans do. And they did one as, uh, with Dacre Montgomery as Wolverine. You know, obviously Wolverine's coming. We've got, uh, MCU has got the rights now, of course, from Disney buying the Fox properties to be able to do, uh, X-Men in the future, or Mutants. I think they're going with Mutants, uh, instead of X-Men, but nobody knows at the moment, but, um, and there's been rumors about who could be cast. Some people have said Zac Efron, uh, Tyr Tyron Egerton from Rocketman has been, uh, and Kingsman has been rumored for the role as well. And I always remember my short list of people. I like Tyra Egerton. I think he would do a good job. A good job. And Dacre has always been on my list. I like Dacre a lot. My uh, first introduction to him was the Power Rangers 2017 reboot. And, of course, he freaking is amazing in the role of uh, Billy on Stranger Things. God, he's so freaking good in that show. Uh, season 2 and Season 3. He just he nailed it and just, oh, God, he's so good. So, Seeing this news and seeing that artwork, I'm like, yes, man, this is awesome. This is exactly what I was picturing. This looks great. Dacre himself even retweeted and then immediately kind of like untweeted it, which is normally like a case in Hollywood. Of course, this is all rumors. This is nothing confirmed yet. But normally when stuff like that happens, uh, I mean, even more recently with Jamie Foxx, you know, he was recast as uh, Electro for this upcoming Spider-Man 3 film, Spider-Man Home 3, whatever, whatever it's called. Um, 
and he tweeted out a picture of the three Spider-Men, uh, Toby, Andrew, and Tom, and then he took that tweet down really quickly. So, you know, stuff is going on, man, but maybe Dacre can be cast soon enough. He's been doing good. He's uh, he's breaking out. He's a good star. Great actor, man. One of my favorite actors for sure. So, fingers crossed that he actually gets cast in the role. So, I think he'll do a fantastic job, man. He's such a, he's really good. Um... And that was the news. The news is Power Rangers is coming back in a big bad way with a TV show and a movie, man. So can't wait to see what happens there. Speaking of back in a big bad way, totally did not expect this news by any means because there's an animated series going on right now. And on a later or an earlier episode, later episode, that hasn't taken place yet. On an earlier episode of my show, I brought up the news that uh, the Adams Family has a part two to their animated film coming out. Um, and which the first one did big bucks and obviously it was going to get a sequel and by all means, the sequel will probably do great business as well. But then out of nowhere last week, just like freaking out of nowhere, news came that the Adams family is getting ready to come back to the small screen in a live action adaptation with none other than Tim Burton himself directing. And this seems like a freaking mastermind of creation in somebody's head. It's like, Oh, the Adams family, Tim Burton. Yeah, man. That's happening. Like, that seems like something somebody would just come up with randomly. No, this is like full-on truth actually happening. The Adams Family, the kooky family that we've all loved, be it the comic strip, be it uh, the television show, be it the cartoon, be it the movies of the 90s, be it the new ad uh, adaptation. Adams Family's always been a hit. It's always been around. It's always been successful. And... Tim Burton, he's always been out there with his kooky creations and his vision, be it his Batman or his Beetlejuice or Nightmare Before Christmas or uh, Dark Shadows, Corpse Bride, whatever you can come up with, he's always got stuff out there. So it's the perfect welding together of two things that just, oh, it fits so good, man. So yeah, he is helping to develop the live action adaptation of the, of course, Charles Adams created comic series which is also being written and show run by uh, the people behind Smallville, man. Alfred Go and Miles Miller, or Millar. Um, yeah, and the show is being said to be set in the modern day and would be the center, would center around a young Wednesday Adams and her view of the world. Um, Burton was at one point going to develop a two, uh, an Adams Family film in 2010, which was going to be stop motion. Uh, co-produced and direct with Universal, but that was in a developmental hell, and it never eventually happened. He was also set to direct the 1991 uh, Raul Julia and Angelica Houston starring film, though he was unable to do that due to schedule conflicting with Batman Returns. Uh, this, the Addams Family series will mark Burton's first time back into television after uh, helping create the animated Beetlejuice series. So... A lot of stuff going on, man. The Adams Family is coming back in a big, bad way. That freaking... I mean, they're everywhere. And for me, somebody who grew up loving the Adams Family, somebody who discovered the television show years later, because when I was growing up, you know, obviously the first thing I had Adams Family-wise was the movie starring the lovely Christina Ricci and the TV, or the cartoon, and the video game. <laughs> um, now, you know, you fast forward later as I got older and I started discovering everything because, you know, you know me and I'm a cinemaphile and I go through all this stuff and I look for everything. I saw the Adam Family TV show and fell immediately in love and just, oh my God, couldn't wait. So I can only imagine how good this show is going to be when you put Tim Burton in it. I, uh, I tweeted out 
kind of jokingly, but kind of halfway serious as well. I was like, if Tim Burton's doing the live action Adam's Family, what is the over under that Johnny Depp is going to be Gomez and that either Ava Green or Helena Bottom Car is going to be Morticia? Which I think, you know, I did that jokingly, but at the same time, it's a possibility, right? I don't, I mean, Johnny Depp hasn't done TV since uh, 21 Jump Street, as far as I remember. I don't think he's done anything TV wise since then. But that would be cool. I think he, he'd probably be a really good Gomez. I mean, Johnny Depp's great. Um, and Hound the Bottom Car and Ava Green could do really great. I think Ava Green's kind of got the look of Mortish a little bit. But then I started spinning my wheels a little bit. I'm like, what if? What if they got Christina Rishi back? What if she joined the show? She has a history with Tim Burton. You know, what if she played Morticia? What an amazing kind of callback would that be? Obviously, she played Wednesday Adams in the early 90s films. But what a great concept and great idea and possibility, in all honesty, that Christina Rishi could maybe be Morticia Adams in this show. And I would flip the freak out if that happened, man, because... You know, Christina Ricci, huge fan of hers, obviously. She's on my top ten. She's in my top, on my top ten list of her favorite actresses of all time. Not even that. She was my first ever celebrity crush. Not even that. She was my first ever crush, man. So, I've always had, like, a thing for Christina Ricci. So, if you're telling me that she's going to be back in the role that I first saw her in, first fell in love with her in, and that she could come back to the family as Morticia Adams and I could fall in love with her even more, do it, man. I'm ready. Sign me up. <laughs> but nonetheless, those are the three huge things that broke last week. The Jared Leto's Joker returning, the Adams Family returning, and the Power Rangers returning. I couldn't be even any more ecstatic, man. That is just, every piece of my heart is just opened right now. And they It's like they dove inside of me, man, and just freaking discovered my heart and just like, hey, let's make, let's make him happy. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Can't wait for that, man. It's going to be so much to look forward to uh, in the next coming years. No idea when any of this stuff is coming out, but well, I mean, we know we're getting Zack Snyder's Justice League next year. But as far as the uh, Power Rangers and Adam's Family, no idea when it's coming, but I'm super stoked and super excited about both uh, concepts, both ideas, and I can't wait to uh, dive into them. Now, something that I'm interested in, but very, very worried and cautious and hope they don't mess this up. Uh, we got our first look at Tom Holland as Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake, the character, the leading character of the Uncharted series. Fantastic game created by uh, Naughty Dog for the PlayStation Entertainment System. Um, I don't think it's been called the PlayStation Entertainment System in a long time, man. Uh, the PlayStation 3, I believe, is the first game came out on the PlayStation 3, 4, and then hopefully there'll be a new one in, on the PlayStation 5. Who knows? Uh, Uncharted 5. I mean, it kind of writes itself. Uncharted 5 for PlayStation 5. But... They were working on a movie for a while now. They announced Tom Holland. It was going back and forth between directors and writers and all that stuff. They finally got it going. They got uh, Tom Holland as Nathan Drake, which Tom Holland's a good actor, so I'm not you know, worried about him or anything. I'm just worried about there's a long, long history of video games and movies not working out too well. Long history of it. It's kind of gotten better over the years, but still, you know, that kind of lingering thing in the background is like, yeah. So it's got me a little worried, but we'll see what happens. Looks like, uh, based on the picture, he's wearing what Nathan Drake was basically wearing in the first game. So we're going to see what happens, man. Obviously, he's playing a young Nathan Drake. And the other part of this movie that's got me a little not totally enthused is... Uh, Mark Wahlberg playing the role of Sully. Not the biggest Mark Wahlberg fan. Um, with the exception of Rockstar, I really love Rockstar. And he was good in 
the other guys. But, I mean, other than that, a lot of Mark Wahlberg stuff seems kind of the same. So, uh, I mean, one day, if I ever live my dream of being an actor, Mark Wahlberg hears that, I'm probably going to have to deal with that. Um, but nonetheless, you know, bring it on, Marky Mark. I'm not worried. But, you know, he's in it. Antonio Banderas is in it. I think they've already wrapped filming. The film is set to come out in July 2021. Actually, you know, honestly, I do believe they wrapped filming because today, Tom Holland, doing what Tom Holland does, uh, released a video of him going to shoot Spider-Man 3. Going to Atlanta to shoot Spider-Man 3. So, yeah, Uncharted's done wrapping Tom Holland's on to Spider-Man 3 and whatever beautiful wonders that film is going to bring us. But man, please, you know, fingers crossed, don't mess Uncharted up, okay? Please don't do it. And I saw a picture of Mark Wahlberg with a mustache, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, but that's coming in 2021. Also coming in 2021 at a different date than previously mentioned. It was supposed to come out this year, but, you know, obviously with the nonsense that's been going on this year. Got pushed back to next year and then got pushed around. A couple months later, but uh, basically what I'm talking about, another Sony film to tie in with the, of course, Spider-Man Sony film we just talked about there. Uh, Sony has moved Columbia Pictures' Ghostbusters Afterlife to June 11th, 2021. The film was going to be coming out in March, uh, March 5th of 2021, but now it's being moved to June. So birthday month, that's fun, two days before my brother's birthday, so you know what, maybe me and he, he and I can go see that for his birthday. Uh... And being a huge Ghostbusters fan, the cool part about this is that the film is now coming out in the same weekend as the original Ghostbusters film, man. Uh, premiered, uh, the original premiered June 8th, 1984, and now this film is coming out uh, June 11th, 2021. Uh, quick math, I think that's like 37 years. If not, whatever. Don't judge me, I'm doing math off the top of my head, and I, you know, whatever. But, cool, man. Been waiting for this movie for a while. It looks really good based on the trailers. Can't wait. Uh... Can't wait, but have to wait, but still excited. I think it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good film, and now you put it right there in the summer. Instead of having it as an early 2021 film, you're putting it smack dab. Well, not really summer, so I think summer starts like June 21st or whatever. But, you know, blockbuster season, pretty much. Um, so cool. Good on them. Can't wait to see that movie. Um, next bit of news, Michael B. Jordan is reportedly set to direct Creed 3. Um, going to be completely honest with you. I forgot there was a Creed too, man. Um, nothing against Michael B. Jordan. I love me some Michael B. Jordan. You know, fantastic actor. Always loved him. Always seen everything I've seen him in. He's great. You know, he might be in my top ten list of favorite actors. I got I don't know. I haven't really put that list together. But he is definitely one of my favorite actors. Talented, talented dude. But yeah, Creed two completely slipped from my mind that that even came out. But you know, hey, Creed three. Go ahead and give Michael B. Jordan the uh, reins of it. He's a talented dude, and I think he would be able to do a great job with it. Um, speaking of third films coming, uh, this was originally scheduled to come out earlier this year as well, but, um, I don't even think, you know, the COVID pushed this back. I think just trying to create it, push it back. Nonetheless, Legally Blonde 3, man, Reese Witherspoon is returning as Elle Woods in Legally Blonde 3, which will be coming to theaters May 2022. Uh, this was originally set up in 2018. So yeah, they started working on it in 2018, Guess it was supposed to come out this year. That obviously didn't happen. So now, 2022, we're going to be seeing some more Bend and Snap, maybe. I don't know. I don't even remember part two of that movie. So, you know what? Good news on you, Michael B. Jordan, because I don't even remember freaking Legally Blonde 2. So, nonetheless, Legally Blonde 3 is happening, and it's happening in 2022. I wonder if they get her. I wonder if she gets her daughter in it, man. You know, her daughter looks exactly like her. It's freaking insane. Like, one of those, like, shape-shifting creatures, like, from uh, the sci-fi movies or something. Like, came down from young, young, uh, Reese Witherspoon. 
Cruel Intentions, Reese Witherspoon. You know what I'm saying? Nonetheless, that's going on. Um, other stuff going on. Oscar Isaac is in talks to play Moon Knight in the Disney Plus series, man. Moon Knight, of course, has a story of uh, Mark Spector, an elite soldier and mercenary who decides to fight crime after he becomes the human avatar for the Egyptian god of the moon. Uh, Oscar Isaac has been in another Marvel film, uh, X-Men Apocalypse. Now, this was not an MCU film, and X-Men Apocalypse was very much not well-received. But uh, that's not Oscar Isaac's fault. And he also played, of course, uh, Poe in the latest trilogy of the Star Wars films. So, good on Oscar Isaac. I think he plays... I think he plays Gomez in the animated Adam Sandler film. I might be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. I'm going to have to double-check my uh, my notes on this one. But I think very well that he was, in fact, the voice of Gomez Adams in that show. i got to double-check on that. Which will give me like even more freaking Adam's Family news in this episode, which is always a great thing. And, you know, eventually, you know, this thing will work with me and decide. Yes, Oscar Isaac was Gomez Adams and the Adams Family 2019 animated film. So he'll be back as Gomez Adams in the next animated Adams Family film. And I couldn't be more excited, man. He did good jobs, Gomez. Nonetheless, he's playing Moon Knight. And I remember there's a lot of people hoping for Keanu Reeves for this role. I feel like I saw, like, Shia LaBeouf want for this role as well. Not him wanting for the role, just people wanting him for the role, and I would want that because I love me some Shia LaBeouf. But, um, good on him, man. Now, this is just, of course, he's in talks to star. Nothing has been officially confirmed by uh, Marvel's side or Oscar Isaac's side. But, nonetheless, man, Moon Knight show, pretty cool. Moon Knight's kind of like, I guess, uh, Marvel's Batman in a way. Just looks-wise, kind of looks like a Batman. But, um... I'm into it, man. It's one of these shows that are coming to Disney Plus that I'm excited about. Um, gonna be honest with you, when it comes to like Disney Plus and everything, I know they've got some. They've got the Disney movie, obviously, and they got all the Star Wars films. They got stuff on there that would gain my attention. But the stuff I really am interested in is like freaking, you know, like the Imagineering story. Freaking loved that thing. Kind of want to watch that again because I love behind the scenes stuff of like theme parks. Love theme parks. Before recording this episode, I was on YouTube again. Um, look, just looking at like creepy stories from uh universal and disney and um a rides that have been abandoned or crazy things that have happened at the theme parks and stuff like that i'll tell you what man youtube has got some great stuff because over the weekend i was doing theme park stuff as well i uh randomly decided when i woke up like i wanted to see what universal studios japan was like and i wanted to see what universal singapore was like after seeing universal banshee beijing beijing's <laughs> good lord um stuff come out about what they're going to be having there and everything. So super excited about that. And well, of course I'm excited about that because I decided to watch it, but I had a great time with that. And I just absolutely, it, it, I already knew this because I love Universal Studios Orlando it is my home. I always call it my home. And every time I get a chance to go down, down there, I call it going home. It feels like the most special experience and happiest. I'm always the happiest I could be when I'm at Universal Studios Orlando. So I wanted to like gauge and see, obviously being there in person is way different, but just watching the videos of people, I, I watched a like walkthrough of Japan, Universal Japan and Universal Singapore. And I was just, I was in love just watching a video of somebody walking through there. That's my happy place, man. I love Universal Studios. So hopefully goal in life, bucket list item, whatever you want to call it, is be able to visit all the Universal Studios in uh, real life. And 
on top of that, to be able to experience Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights at all the parks would be freaking dope, man. But um, I don't know how I got there. But nonetheless, you know, I love Universal Studios and Oscar Isaac for Moon Knight. Good job. I have no idea how I got there. I can't wait to listen back to this episode and figure out how I got there because I don't know how that just happened. Um, Suicide Squad news. James Gunn has revealed that Warner Brothers gave him free reign over killing off characters in his upcoming DCEU movie. Quote, no character was protected by DC. They gave me the rights to do what I wanted. That was one of the things we agreed to before I came to work for them. I wasn't looking for shock value, but I wanted the audience to know that anything can happen. So, good on DC, man, giving up the reins and letting uh, James Gunn have his way with the film. Kind of seems like the way DC is going. They're just letting things happen now. The way they should have been doing a while. The way they used to do back in the day, man. You know, DC... If I could talk to Warner Brothers in DC, be like, listen, y'all started the comic book movie thing. Do what you want to do. Don't worry about what the hell MCU is doing over there. Just do your thing, man. And I think they're um, they're hitting it, man. Wonder Woman, Aquaman. I mean, you look at it. Wonder Woman was such a huge success that Marvel's making that stupid Black Widow movie. I said stupid. And um, Aquaman happened, so now they're starting to think about doing their water guy, whatever his, his freaking name is. Uh yeah, I don't know, but uh, nonetheless, it starts with an M, something like that, it starts with an M, I don't care, I'm a DC guy, <laughs> I have no, I don't hate Marvel, but I'm a DC guy, obviously, but you know, good on DC, man, I'm glad they're letting them do that, and you know, obviously kind of opening up with this Flash film that they're going to be doing, like a multiverse and everything, so, um, so if they kill off characters, they can bring characters back from another Earth or something like that, but um, I seriously doubt they kill Harley Quinn. That would be extremely shocking. Maybe they do it because it would be so freaking shocking. But I seriously doubt Harley Quinn will be killed. And probably not um, John Cena's character since he has a TV show coming. Then again, who knows, man. Anything can happen in these freaking comic book movies. And speaking of anything can happen, I wasn't expecting this at all. It was one of the films I saw when I was younger. I had no idea why I was allowed to watch this movie when I was younger, but you know what? My parents were awesome, man. They didn't um, keep me from watching anything. Um, so I got to watch a lot of horror movies growing up, and that's why I'm so like desensitized to them now, because I grew up with them. Um, and I absolutely love horror movies, so I'm proud of that. But freaking a movie I didn't know would ever be even up for the possibility of being remade could possibly be remade by somebody very close to the um, to the property. Uh, Maximum Overdrive, Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive, the only film that Stephen King has actually directed himself, is possibly going to be remade by none other than Stephen King's son himself. Um, I didn't write his name down because I'm that guy. I think it's like Bill Lee or something like that. doesn't have Stephen King's name at all, but if you see him, it looks like Stephen King. But he said, quote, the time is right. Uh, basically, they're all self-driving vehicles now, so it's no longer a comet that sets them off, like the original story. Um, not quoting anymore. Like the original story, comment sets off all these uh, mechanical things and stuff starts going crazy. And he says, going back to the quote, um, comment that says it's no longer a comment that sets them off. It's a virus in the electronics that sets them off. And so you've got these giant Tesla semi trucks, you know, wiping everyone out. I think it could be great. And I think it could be great too, man. If anything, Child's Play 2019 showed you that technology can be freaking evil and can be manipulated. You can do some crazy freaking things. So yes, do it, man. I'm here for it. Just make sure you have that Green Goblin truck because that thing is awesome. And make sure you have some ACDC in that bad boy. Um, other things coming back from 
yesteryears, if you will, is Smokey and the Bandit is going to be coming to TV, man, with uh, David Gordon Green and Danny McBride set to uh, help create this product. Uh, Smokey and the Bandit, if you haven't seen it, it's late 70s, starring Burt Reynolds and uh, um, Jerry, is it Jerry Lewis? I might be wrong. Uh, uh, Jerry Reed <laughs> and um, Sally Field. Dang it, I gotta look that up because now I feel bad. I, I'm pretty sure it's Jerry Reed, but knowing me and knowing my head, it's like, you know, let me uh, double check all this stuff. So, Smokey and the Band, if you have never seen it, pretty fun movie, man. Obviously, it's kind of, it's a southern deal. So, if you're not into like southern stuff, even give it a try anyways because it's funny. I don't know how they're going to remake it. Um, however, they decide to remake it, however, they're going to decide to remake it and all that, but... Nonetheless, man, Smokey and the Bandit, I've watched it a couple times. I haven't watched it in a long time. I can't even tell you the last time I watched Smokey and the Bandit, but Burt Reynolds is just awesome. Jerry Reed. All right, Jerry Reed's right. Okay, just had to make sure, you know, <laughs> Jerry Reed, Jackie Gleason, Sally Field, all those good people. Um, that's my train of thought. Anyway, Smokey and the Bandit, fun show, pretty much about a guy trying to outrun the law, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a, it, it was it's a it's a fun movie. It's a fun movie, man. Check it out if you ever get the chance. Um, in news that I'll believe it when I freaking see it. Reportedly, Fast and the Furious is coming to an end. That's right, the Fast and the Furious series. It seems like it's been going on for ever. Uh, apparently, we'll have two more movies than it's calling it kaputs. Which again, I'll believe it when I see it. As much as I'm not a fan of that series, that series made, what, six, seven billion freaking dollars? So, they have the ninth film coming out next year, which I'll probably end up seeing it anyways, because I have a friend who likes those movies. But, you know, I have no anticipation of these films. My interest with the series came once The Rock joined. Uh, once The Rock joined it, you know, I was like, okay, well, The Rock's in it, so I'll check it out, man. Help support The Rock. Still didn't like those freaking movies. Liked him, thought he was great, but other than that, don't like those movies. Um... So yeah, I'm, I seriously, fingers crossed, the one thing I'm thinking about with this series ending is like, can we get rid of that horrible ride at Universal Orlando? <laughs> God, that thing sucks. But other than that, which again, the only good part of that is The Rock, man. But none, nonetheless, reportedly there's going to be two more movies, so what, nine comes out next year, that's 10 and 11, uh, it's going to be directed by Justin Lin, James Lin, something like that, sorry dude. Um... <laughs> I'm so detached from the series. Nothing against you, uh, director guy who probably doesn't listen to my show anyways. But, you know, I don't care about the Fast and the Furious, man. I, I, don't, I don't understand how the show's gone on. It's completely lost what it was about. It went from, I, I believe, once The Rock joined, it became like these super big action-adventure films. Because before that, there was just, what, racing? Street racing? Something like that? I, I don't know. I never understood the concept of the film. I just know that Gal Gadot was in it once, and she's amazing. Um... But yeah, be on the lookout for that. What I, I'm willing to bet is that the series will end. Give it a couple years, they'll reboot it with a new cast or something like that. Um, I'm sure there's going to be side movies like another Hobbs and Shaw, which was a horrible movie as well. Sorry, Rock, but yeah, that was a horrible movie as well. Anyways, alright, going to go into the last bit of news before I get to the uh, second part of this show where I talk about what movies I watched recently. Uh, last bit of news is coming from Blumhouse. I'm going to read it directly from their Facebook post. Uh, this Halloween, Blumhouse, or we're bringing, like I said, just deal with me. <laughs> this Halloween, Blumhouse is bringing the fun to you at home. Join 
Blumhouse this Thursday, 1029, October 29th, for our first annual Blum Fest with stars and filmmakers from your favorite Blumhouse movies and series, including the upcoming The Craft Legacy, Freaky, Halloween Kills, Welcome to Blumhouse on Amazon Prime, The Good Lord Bird, first time I've heard of that, on Showtime Networks, and more surprise guest. Hopefully Lucy Hale is one of those surprise guests. Either way, tune in this Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time or 1 p.m. Eastern Time, because, you know, none of us are at work during that time, um, on Blumhouse's Facebook page, if you dare. So Blumhouse is throwing a Blum event. Blumfest, if you will, is coming to a Facebook near you. So make sure you follow Blumhouse's page, and if you got time around 1 p.m. Eastern Time or 10 a.m., Pacific time, join in and check it out, man. Uh, but me, right now, check it out. Taking a break, gonna come back, talk about uh, two movies I watched over the weekend. I watched uh, I watched a couple movies before I uh, dove into YouTube. Nonetheless, I'll be back. Do you like to go to Halloween Horror Nights? Do you yourself like Hollow Scream, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and other scary things? Or maybe on the weekend, you like to summon a ghost or go find yourself a demon. If you do, then this is the podcast for you. Haunters! You can follow us every Wednesday on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook at HauntersPod. Where we're ready to haunt you. Ah, wonderful, it comes off kind of creepy. We're keeping it! You hear the stories every day. Violent crimes. Countless victims. Unthinkable acts. You wonder what could possess a person to do such terrible things. But it's not a matter of what made them do it. Don't say it. It's a matter of who. Something's coming. What? The bye-bye man. He's trying to get inside of scared we are the more powerful he gets Welcome back to the show, everybody. That was the trailer for one of the two films I'm going to start off talking about. Um, oh, I'm not going to not gonna talk too much on this one. But nonetheless, um, if you've been following along with me, I've been doing the 31 films of 31 days thing. I'm going to go ahead and say I'm probably not going to hit that mark unless I do like a super marathon. Because like I mentioned earlier in this episode, you know, I, I went on YouTube and was watching. Still don't know why I brought that up. But I was watching, you know, Universal stuff and... My plan that day was to watch horror movies all day until the uh, South Carolina game came on that night, but nope, decided to watch Universal stuff, which was uh, 
which I'm fine with. I love Universal, so it worked out. But I'm going to have, I'm gonna have a, a, a task in front of me. I think I'm on like 20-something, so I'm not that far behind. But definitely going to have to watch a lot of movies. Probably do the Halloween movies and uh, marathon those and get up to where I need to be. Nonetheless, that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, two of the movies recently on the list that I checked out, I'm going to talk about first, starting with the trailer you just heard for a movie that came out in, what, 2017? Yeah, 2017 called The Bye-Bye Man, which is currently... Um, well, let me uh, read some synopsis. People commit unthinkable acts every day. Time and again, we grapple to understand what drives a person to do such terrible things. But what if all of the questions we're asking are wrong? What if the cause of all evil is no matter of what, but who? When three college friends stumble upon the horrific origins of the bye-bye man, they discover that there's only one way to avoid his curse. Don't think it. Don't say it. Don't think it, don't say it, don't think it, don't say it. But once the bye-bye man gets inside of your head, he takes control. Released January 11th, 2017. Currently sitting at a 4.2 out of 10 on IMDb and a 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I'm going to go ahead and say that both of those numbers are way too high. I did not like this movie at all. Um, the bye-bye man, I've heard stuff about it. I've heard a lot of people have enjoyed the movie, heard a lot of people like the movie. Um, I checked it out. movie started off fine. But it's just a downward spiral from there. It's not good. Um, I lost interest in the movie. The story, eh, compelling enough. But, you know, nothing all that original. Nothing to really care about. The characters in the movie, completely annoying. The acting in the movie, not good by any means. Um, I did not like this movie at all. I thought it, it was pretty much... Like I said, I'm not going to go long on talking about this movie at all because it's just, there's nothing really all that great about it. There may have been one scene in the film. I mean, like I said, start of the movie was fine. Start of the movie was actually decent. And there's like a scene involving like a cloak later in the movie and stuff like that. That was actually pretty good. But um, other than that, man, it's like... It's, it's another one of those movies that I just don't get the fascination with why it's so popular and maybe it's not all that popular anymore but i just remember a lot of people talking about the movie and being like happy about it and i was not happy about this movie at all coming out of it and i should listen to the warnings from my friends they're like don't watch the movie i remember wonderful he saw my pose that i was watching he's like no leave stop watching it now and i probably should have but you know me i've got to finish a movie i can't fully judge a movie without seeing it with my own eyes and Man, my eyes hate me for seeing that movie. Not good. Didn't like it. Story, not that great. And bad acting and just, ugh. Waste of time. If you have the chance, obviously, you know, check the movie out for yourself. Engage your opinions and all that. But that movie, ah, I wish I didn't watch it. <laughs> um, but that was the first movie. Uh, queuing up the trailer for the second film now. Maybe if it'll work with me here. Technology does not like me all that much today. Maybe. Well, I'm still thinking. Um, next film I'm going to be talking about is also on Netflix. Check it out on Netflix. Might be a Netflix original film, for all I know. Based on a... Here we go. It's true. I'm lost in here. Did you hear that? Someone out there?
All right. And the trailer's being extremely annoying. Apparently, my Wi-Fi hates me today. I'm so glad I pay that thing. But, you know, nonetheless, um, I don't know what's up with that. Maybe my phone. I've been getting alerts on my phone um, that I need to restart it. Maybe that's what the issue is. Who knows? Nonetheless, the film I'm going to be talking about here is a film, um, like I said, it's Stephen King, which is kind of cool because, you know, I talked about Stephen King earlier, called In the Tall Grass which is on Netflix. I remember going through Netflix a couple times and seeing it, and I watched the trailer. I'm like, this is interesting. I'm going to come back to it. And it took me a while to come back to it. Um, but I finally got it back around to it. So basically, synopsis, a brother and his sister enter a field of tall grass to rescue a boy, but they soon realize they cannot escape, and something evil lurks in the grass. Released October 4th, 2019. Sitting at a 5.4 out of 10 on IMDb and a 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. The film stars, um, I think a relatively unknown cast is what I'm going to say. Unknown to me with the exception of, of course, the amazing... Uh, I hate it when I come up with people's names and it just completely escapes my mind. Patrick Wilson. The amazing Patrick Wilson, who you know, of course, from the Conjuring films. Maybe you know him from Aquaman. But he is in this film. So, I remember seeing him in the trailer, I'm like, yes, checking it out. Because he's a freaking good actor, man. So, I knew at least there's going to be some kind of good acting going on in this film. And again, my Wi-Fi just absolutely hates me right now. So, trying to pull up information sucks. I record my show on the fly, man. But anyways, In the Tall Grass, Stephen King, horror drama. About an hour and 30 minutes long. A good amount of time, and the film is captivating, man. I now, unlike the Bye Bye Man, where I was completely uninterested and lost. Lost in any kind of want. <laughs> to watch it in the tall grass i enjoyed and i was captivated by and i was interested to see how this was all going to go because i didn't read the books uh, i didn't read this book i haven't read it read a lot of stephen king books which i'm one of those people not against reading by any means i'm just going to close the freaking information <laughs> um i'm not against reading by any means but i i prefer watching the film because obviously i'm a cinemaphile so i love watching films and just grasping it and i i remember um, seeing the Hunger Games with somebody who've read the books and they all knew all the stuff that was coming, but for me, somebody who hasn't read the books and watching these films and seeing all this stuff is new, and not having any idea what's coming, I think is great a great thing. You know, I'm not against like people who read the books and then see the movies. I'm not on one side or the other. It's just that's how I am. I just enjoy watching the movie, and then I'll go back and read the book if need be, which I've done with the Harry Potter series. Um. Which they let a lot of stuff out of the movies, but that's for another podcast. Um, and hopefully when they remake Harry Potter, because it's going to happen. Anyways, I'm rambling again. So, In the Tall Grass. No idea what was going to happen. No idea of the story. No idea of what goes on. I just thought, let's do it. let's uh, go into it, right? Fun film, man. The acting is good, and it's very suspenseful, man. You know, You don't know what's going... You don't know what's going on. Like, as it mentions, they go into the grass, and then just can't find their way out you know and it's like whoa this is this is a crazy concept because it's something that could actually happen you know and it's one of those things when horror movies where and you know stuff goes on later in the film that maybe can't happen in real life but there's still enough realism in it that can be still be captivating enough to enjoy and get you hooked in more than uh, certain films like the bye bye man for instance which the bye you know i'm not going back to that movie <laughs> but in the tall grass, very captivating. The acting is fantastic. Good story, and it just keeps you on edge trying to figure out how they're going to get out of this. 
and you're trying to figure out how what's going on and can they get out of this and how are they going to get out of it and who's this character now and what's that character because they end up running into other people obviously you heard the boy's voice there in the uh, grass and they end up meeting other people as I mentioned Patrick Wilson's in the movie um but yeah overall in the, in the tall grass was a good movie it's on Netflix so if you have Netflix check it out man um it's it, it's really good and it takes a lot of turns it takes turns I didn't see coming because obviously I didn't read the book or anything so very interesting turns crazy wacky turns but at the same time if you know Stephen King and you've seen other Stephen King works you're kind of like okay you know it fits a Stephen King thing so if you're a huge Stephen King fan which if you are you've probably already seen this and you've already read the book if you're a Stephen King fan but you're a little worried about maybe they didn't do it right they did I thought the film was good I I thoroughly enjoyed it like I said I was invested into it it kept me on edge trying to figure out where they're going and then when I get to a point where it's like okay this seems good seems like they're in a good spot something else happens good movie man suspenseful like a Stephen King movie should be and I think it's worth checking out. So if you get the Netflix, definitely watch that. Do not watch Bye Bye Man. So Bye Bye Man 2, like frowny face, thumbs down. Uh, and The Tall Grass, you know, I give it a thumbs up, man. Is it a perfect movie? No. But is it really enjoyable? Yes, it is an enjoyable film and it gets the job done and it keeps you on edge to get through it. So yes, definitely check out In the Tall Grass. And that's going to do it for this episode. Um, hope you enjoyed my reviews. I will have more reviews coming for you next episode, which will be out of Halloween time. It's always Halloween time in my head, but we'll be out of the horror realm, but I'm probably going to be watching more horror movies this uh, week leading up to Halloween. So next episode, talk about uh, whatever horror movies I ended up watching this week and uh, talking about any Halloween adventures I got into over the weekend. But nonetheless, all of you out there, hope you have a very happy holidays as my favorite holiday is the Halloween so if you um, are out there and you listen to this episode, hope you have a great rest of the week. Hope you have a great weekend. Hope you have a great Halloween. Go out there and trick-or-treat with your kids. Have a Halloween party. Do whatever you need to do. Sit at home and watch horror movies. Whatever floats your boat. Um, I don't even know if people say that anymore. Whatever. I, I live in the olden times. <laughs> and I'm perfectly happy with it. Love it. Nonetheless, going to talk to you next week about all the stuff that's going on. Any other movie news. Had some great movie news coming out this week, hopefully. Even more awesomeness will be coming next week, but man, we got a trifecta of awesome this week for me. Anyways, talk to you all next week, and remember that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one remembers to turn on the light. Happy Halloween. Talk to you next week. Thank you for joining me this week. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get updates on all new episodes. As well, follow me on Twitter at review underscore it underscore Rob. Stay tuned for more adventures.